on this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus. We are hanging out at Wally's drinking monkey milk. Waiting for this uh, full wolf moon to come on out. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. I'm ready to quit my job and open a petting zoo bar. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Heavy petting. Heavy but You know what? To be honest, I kind of feel like that's what's happening here. Oh, yeah. We are here at Wally's tonight. And we're being molested. Already. <laughs> it's not even dark out yet. This guy won't even tell us his name. Just came up out of nowhere, and he's gone. A little tipsy. Yeah, should not be served anymore. I'm pretty sure they're about to stop. And uh, was basically getting us to pose for photos. Yeah, and we did pose for and we photos, posed, which we didn't have to. And then he told us to get closer and touch and each other. And we did. And then he told us to touch each other. Why did we do these That's things? where we drew the line. Well, I had flashbacks to college all of a sudden. <laughs> Why uh, didn't we just tell him, no, sir, you go inside the bar? We had no power. No, we did, though. And We're two against one. I, you'd think so, but he was very convincing. We should have just the, said no. Like tears in the head. I feel a little touched right now. I don't mind though. No. I feel I feel kind of nice about it. You do? I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you know, just made feel his wanted day. a little yeah, bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, he'll go home and have those photos for a long time. Yeah, and make a shrine out of them. Make a shrine here on Bungalow or the Bus. We talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including Mills Fifty, where we are tonight. Yeah, like I said, we're here at Wally's. We're on the porch patio. The cement. What do you call this? Just a couple of patty hoes. Yeah. They, they, uh, there was a space between two buildings, and they put some picnic tables yeah, out. It was an alleyway that has now been transformed with uh, fake ivy-wrapped <laughs> bicycle a, racks. There's some, like, fake ivy. Like, oh, yeah. let's, uh, let's make it a little and, nice. And picnic tables. There's a sad-looking uh, uh, frost-touched philodendron over there in the got corner. got some uh, Jack Daniels uh, kegs, like, barrels. Barrels. There's a dog dish here in tartan. This is fancy. I do like the fact that at least they have an outdoor space that I can drink some beer. Oh, no. this It kind of was a game changer for, for them as soon as they took over. So that's the same owner that bought it, Manesh Patel, back in the day, uh, renovated the interior. But now there's new operators, and it's the people who own Fuel downtown, uh, Swigs, the OKS bar in town. So nice. They have an experience with... Uh, a divey watering When holes. were they supposed to open this pizza place? Is that all? Is that not gone? happening? Not, not happening. happening. So this building right next door is actually going to be a uh, an LGBTQ alphabet mafia uh, bathing suit store. Is is what it's going to be? They could sell pizza if they wanted to, though, right? <laughs> uh, I think they're the people they're catering to probably don't eat carbs. Is, is what I'm guessing. <laughs> but if it's like one in the morning and they're selling bathing suits and they got pizza there, I'm gonna go <laughs> gonna in there go and there get some pizza. Would you buy bathing suit too? I'd be like, give me a little pizza speedo? with extra sausage. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, how was your week this week? Uh, it was good. It was good. I uh, I'm not sure what I did. Now that you bring it up, this happens every time. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, want, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go come? first, and I'll think about. I do what know I did. you just shot a video for someone. I did. Who? Can you say who? No, it was? I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> secret so a boudoir shoot probably uh you know i was hanging out with dominique greco the the that's not a real name no it is. <laughs> yes she's the nighttime economy oh, major right. our we call her the bars are or the uh uh nightmare and she she works a lot with the city on nighttime economy she's things. a vampire <laughs> she's an italian <laughs> and we were just talking because we have some projects coming up that are going to be really exciting uh, involving nighttime life. I'm super pumped. 
And uh, but when I was with her, I got to meet one of the downtown ambassadors. Ah, I mean, those are the guys in the neon vests that walk around. Yes, and, but now they have tell like, you where the the bathrooms are and the parking. Yeah, it's supposed to be like wayfinding stuff. Uh-huh. And, but they also kind of work with the OPD, and if they see things, they're like little narcs, you know, little neon narcs, and they point things out. But now there's a whole wing of it that deals with uh, homeless people and, and homeless individuals, people experiencing homelessness. And they and this guy who I met, I think his name was David. I think you actually might have worked with him back in the day when you I were might, doing I think that. I know who you're talking about, right? yeah. That guy, that stuff with that guy who shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, he, he was homeless. Oh, yeah. And now he's working. He has this job with the city, and, he, and he's like a liaison, and he gets to work with uh, other homeless individuals. And we were talking about... Um, like recent spikes and he says you know it's seasonal and you see that people coming down and it's really difficult to to try to help those people with local services because they're transient in nature that's coming down for the cold snaps of the winter and it was just super interesting to learn that stuff and I think I want to do an interview with him one day you should yeah really really nice guy lots of, lots of interesting stuff to say and then uh, bingo went great this week. Oh, yeah? I feel like I don't talk about bingo enough. Yeah, well, you do bingo at Persimmon Hollow uh, every by, Tuesday. Yeah, Lake Eola with uh, Taffy, who is Doug Bowser, a local comedian, theater guy in drag, uh, who's just wonderful. We're starting to do TikTok stuff with him because nice. he's so good. Um, and we gave away like tickets to Enzian and $25 cool. gift certificates to Kyle's Bike Shop. So I'm loving that. And... Uh, and get oh, and Doug is actually he's up for some wave awards. Oh, tell, explain what the wave awards are. It's, it's gay stuff. Okay, so, <laughs> so he works uh, Watermark, Watermark, the local gay newspaper, LGBTQ plus Alphabet Mafia newspaper, uh, which is also on in Tampa. Same same people. They give out awards for super gay stuff, and, and you get a lot of awards for them, right? I've only ever played third. <laughs> third. third. I only ever get third place for bad. best website. And we're up for it again. Yes. So if you please don't go crazy voting first, because again, I I only want third place. You don't want to ever get second or first. No, because I have them all framed in my office, uh, prominently displayed on a wall, and so it completes my collection. That every year we just get third place. Uh, and Doug's up for best bingo. It's not our bingo though. It's for his virtual bingo that he does via Facebook. But it's fantastic. He Sounds can even good. be even dirtier. So that's great. And, uh, yeah, new stuff. I went to the beach. That's what I did. Did you bike there again? No, no, I didn't bike to the beach. It's like 50 miles. What did you, didn't you bike there last time? Oh, no, that oh, time I went there to Titusville. I, I parked in Titusville and then rode my bike to the beach, Still which very was far. like 25 miles. Yeah, no, thank you. But now this one, I went to New Smyrna Beach with my mother-in-law and my wife. Oh. And uh, it was good, yeah. If you're ever out in New to Smyrna, the dunes, uh, yeah, we did go to the the National Seashore there. Did you bring yeah. the dogs? No, because you can't bring them there. There's At a dog dunes. That place you can. Oh, okay. But normally, I do go to the dog beach, but this time we just wanted to walk along, so we went to the Canaveral Seashore, the nude beach. Not, not you took that your mother-in-law part. to not the nude beach. That part is not the nude if beach. If you want to see her boobs, <laughs> just ask her, John. She's living with it. There's no reason to <laughs> track her all the way out no. to the beach. There is, there is a nude about beach to get an there, operation. but this part what of it was doing? not the nude beach. Oh, my gosh. Just ask her. She, per- she showed her boobs to countless people, I'm sure. <laughs> and then what? we went to Oceans. <laughs> you ever go to Oceans Seafood? No. Best seafood you've ever had. What'd you get? Uh, fish sandwich. Mahi sandwich. It's really good. You no, no. Is that being like an octopus no, taco I don't need all that. or something? It's lunch. 
Yeah, but you're at like the best seafood place Go in the world. Go to Oceans you just if you're said, in New Smyrna Beach. Yeah, don't get a mahi no, sandwich. Go get something fancy like a bucket of crab legs or well, something. Well, we got some peel and eat shrimp too. Like these are basic items. Well, they're good shot. though. Yeah, but you're not going to drive all the way for. I didn't drive for that. I was like out at chicken the beach nuggets, and I happened you know? to get, I didn't get chicken nuggets. Mine as well. We basically are chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went to the beach. Okay, so that's what I got to do. Was it cold then, or was it no, so hot? That was a no, hot day. It was day? nice day. It was. It was a hot day. I still like a cold day at the beach. Yeah, there's less people, and you find more treasures that have washed up. It's true. I found a buoy once. A buoy? Yeah. Which was fun because then I was like, check out this boy I What'd met you at, do with at the beach. I took it home. I made it into a mine and I dropped it in one of the nearby lakes. Really? Yeah, I put little spikes on it like pylons, traffic cones, and I made it look like huh. like a World War II bomb. Speaking yeah. of lakes, a lot of poo in lakes lately, right? Or just like yeah. algae or... Didn't we talk about this last we week? We do every week, but it's been bad lately. It's not... Okay, so here's what happens. In the cold weather, they call it flipping, not like sex flipping, <laughs> which means you're both taking turns. This is... <laughs> Uh, when the cold weather hits, the cold water on the top of the lake becomes more dense, so it flips with the warmer water that's on the bottom. And the warmer water on the I bottom... Like Bill Nye, the science guy here, telling us... Well, I'm an environmental science major. Okay. That's what I, I noticed. If, and so the, the hot water rises to the top, but the hot water, hotter water, uh, has more nutrients in it because that's where all the muck and everything's been sitting. So as it flips to the top and becomes exposed to the sunshine, you get algal blooms, and algal blooms which have naturally occurring toxins in them uh when it blooms like that it just means there's too much and that's when it can cause problems and if your dog's drinking water from the lake when there's an algae bloom it can get really sick which it shouldn't drink from the lake no but it's you know a lot of people don't know and these kids are moving to town they're letting their dogs around yeah. and getting mucky they think it's funny but uh they can get really sick so they've placed a lot of local lakes on a lake alert, which means do not touch the water. Especially like around Lake Ivanhoe and, and mm-hmm. downtown area. Because I've seen more signs now that say no swimming, which have never been there. Okay, and yeah. permanent signs. It's generally no temporary, swimming. and they don't last too long. Generally, it's like three days. You know, it's like a three-day spike. The stormwater management is pretty good. They monitor it and they, and they all the time. And then as soon as those numbers drop to within reasonable levels... Which doesn't mean they're go- they're gone. It just means it's not as toxic. Uh, then they'll let you play. But and uh, and the city keeps saying, "Oh, it's naturally occurring. Don't worry about this bacteria. Don't worry about it. It's going to go away." The issue is, John. The reason we're having these problems is because we've had so much development and we've had so many sewage leaks in these lakes, like Mills Park, uh, with its previous owners, because their lift station was broken. Just leaking right into Lake Formosa. You get thousands of tons of raw, untreated sewage going into these lakes. And yes, it goes away when they're treating the water at the top. They're monitoring that. But the minute it flips, all of those, all that crud uh, that's at the bottom goes up to the top. So that's why we're seeing more more spikes right now. It's because we had a lot of leaks last year. And that so stuff's just sitting there. The other day, I'm going to brag here a little bit. I was running. I do. I, I go running, Brendan. <laughs> But while I was running, oh I saw gosh. the city of Orlando uh, maintenance folks. They were, like, spraying stuff on the lakes. Is that to kill the algae? Yeah, which they generally don't like to do uh, because that can cause fish kills. And it's it's just not good. They don't like to do that. And actually, all that does is just make it sink to the bottom. And then the next time the water flips, you're just going to get another uh. algae bloom. So it really doesn't do anything. And that's interesting they're doing that. They also might just be I don't treating... know what they were spraying for. I just saw people spraying. So uh, What lake was my, it? Oh, Lake Adair. 
Okay, so that was probably like uh, like there's invasive species, which is in College Park. I yeah. should say off of Edgewater. They they'll spray for um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, there's a there's a thing. It's an invasive plant that just sits on the top right. and just floats, and it really clogs the water pipes and all those rich people who have who irrigate their front lawns with that water, which I don't think should be allowed. Uh, it'll clog their pipes, so they, right. uh, they'll spray that stuff to keep it down. Stay out of the lakes. Yeah, which I am adamantly against. I actually wrote a whole tirade about it in our uh, January issue of the Bungalore Zine that we put out. Just I knew this. I knew this was going to happen again. Uh, we we treat our lakes like ditches, you know, or like toilets, and we and that can't continue. If you have over a hundred lakes in your in your city, what a wonderful uh, asset! Totally to have. Most people, most cities don't have that. No. Let's, but we let's, don't let's embrace do anything them. with our lakes. And, and Orlando, in the early days, was smart enough to treat lakes as public property. And unlike Winter Park, right? Winter Park was like, yeah, let's sell all the land around those lakes. People will buy it up, build their big houses, and then it's only accessible to people with money. Whereas Orlando designed it. where That's why you'll see streets that are right next to lakes here because yeah. people can enjoy that's their... how it is in College Park. Yeah. I mean, there's on houses purpose. on the lakes, but there's also not houses on the lakes that's where you can... by design. Yeah, you can run around Lake them and Ivanhoe. Stuff. Uh-huh. There's a park right there. You know, Lake Gaston Edwards, Lake uh, Ivanhoe. That's all on purpose. It's by design because lakes are public property and they should be public assets and they should be treated like that. Uh, but it's such a shame when they get messed up. Well, what else we got, Brendan? Uh, President Biden. Speaking of environmental stuff, President President Biden just signed an executive order on climate change. Signed a lot of them, like a hundred of them. Yeah, we talked about this last week. But th- I was really excited about the climate change stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good for that. Totally. But, but you also brought up last week how you know executive orders are just made to be changed the well, next time you I get mean, a new they president. Can be changed by the next administration. I mean, it's better to have laws that are passed by Congress, but that takes more work and more people on board. So this is what you can do quickly and then maybe fight for stuff later. This I like. I'm into it. You can see it all online. We're not going to write about it because it's not super local. Uh, the UCF head coach, Josh, I don't Heipel. know. Heipel? Heipel. That's how you say it. He has a funny spelling on his last name, but it's Josh Heipel. Heipel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Hey, bit. He's going to Tennessee. Uh, following this other guy that following used to work with Danny White, the, uh, the athletic director. Yeah. So uh, Danny White, who is the athletic director, whose job it is to oversee kind of all sports at UCF, but football is probably the main one, but basketball is big too. So he went to Tennessee. They're, they're in a bigger conference and all that stuff. They haven't been very good for a long time, Tennessee. Right. It's sort of been a terrible and so he <laughs> went over there and the next day or the, like two days later he announces that he's taking the coach with him and getting a big and, old pay raise yeah so you know it's sort of a, a with double, no notice yeah not really no notice so ucf is scrambling oh yeah they are so now so, they got to find another coach and another athletic director and after last season because they had a great last season they're they okay i mean they oh, weren't oh, prior great. to pandemic yeah, yeah, they, they were good season. before so he you know coach is gone Athletic director's gone, so now they got to sort of get two of those positions figured out. So it's a big sort of punch in the gut if you're a UCF fan. Well, if you want to make, uh, you but know, you can't. It's probably how much do they make? Oh, millions. A millions? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially for the coach. Sports. Yeah. Well, they bring in money too. So 
A million dollars? Oh, yeah. Oh, to yeah. To be a coach? At least. At oh, least. my gosh. But the thing is, they, I mean. How do you work your way up to that? You know, like, is it like literally? You start literally? at an assistant coach, and then you, you work your way to defensive like coordinator. like a good university? Or like, yeah, you, you just go to move around, and you do well, and you move up. It's just like any other job, really. Do you really. think there's upward mobility for uh, bloggers like that? Could no. I get a million dollars? Probably day? not. No? no. <laughs> you can start your own blog and make that much. But no, oh, I thank mean. Thank you. It, you know, UCF's where they are, and they're a huge school and in an okay conference, but University of Tennessee's in a bigger conference. That's an office sports ball. All right. I don't want right, to become straight. Bore all of our nerds well, listening. You know, people, people need me talking about gay stuff, too. And, True. But true. I'm Tons gonna, of sports <laughs> folks that know way more than you and I. I'm going to talk about military stuff, though. Really? Yeah. Did you hear about poor uh, Chief Master Sergeant Richard Hall, Jr.? No. Passed away. This is this is he oh. was a Tuskegee Airman. Oh, do you live here locally? Yeah. Yeah, they're getting up there, those Tuskegee Airmen. Ninety seven years yeah. old. And most of them are in their nineties or hundreds. He uh he was originally from Winter Park and he was drafted in nineteen forty two into the Air Force where he served forty one years wow. as a Tuskegee Airman. Uh yeah, I saw him coming. Oh. Uh, there's a statue uh of the sergeant. Uh, over at the Hannibal Square Heritage Center because after he served 41 years as a Tuskegee Airman, which not a lot of people know, what were they called? The Red Tails? Yes. Which was like the first uh, black Black pilot squadron that fought in World War II. Yeah. 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 They also have a memorial at the Orlando Science Center too. Out yes. Front. Yeah. It's like it's uh, like spiraling planes. Yeah. I don't know if he was at that. I was at that unveiling. I, don't, I wonder if he was there that day as well. Who knows? I, I think he I'd was have to go there. Back I think look. he was there. And his sculpture over at the Heritage Square in Hannibal Square, somebody defaced it a while ago. Like, they punched a hole in it. And they had to fix it when he Idiots. was still alive. He was 95, you know, so he had to see that when he was 95. So sad, but it's just because they didn't know. But he passed away? He passed away. Super sad. Uh, they did a whole thing over at the Heritage Square because I think he actually was born in Hannibal Square, which is like the black community. It used to be its own actual town before it was absorbed by winter park um that's sad shout yeah. out to him and I, and I love that there's like a little place where you can go and, and pay your respects over in winter park yeah speaking of winter park what no no new hotels coming to winter park anytime soon oh my gosh are we talking about this right now why not let's do it you, you introduce it so and- so i don't know as much as you do because i think you wrote about it I but did. basically there was going to be a hotel i'm already spoiling it there's going to be a hotel that was going to be built Near 1792 in Fairbanks, beautiful hotel. They've been kind of going back and forth for months on the renderings and the and the yeah. design and all that. Uh, a gorgeous hotel had to go in front of the city council mm-hmm. last night, Wednesday night, and uh, didn't work and out so well. Out. So it's led by Adam Onis, and Adam Onis, uh, some of our listeners will know because I I call it I made it into an action word, Wonist. <laughs> Wonist to home because he he I think he did like. 20 over 20 homes in the milk district bought all these old homes tore them down and then built duplexes like yes. higher end yes. duplexes which not a lot of people like but i i got his intention was like to improve the housing stock in a downtown neighborhood like it's literally two seconds away from downtown Orlando. yes so i i get his intention do, do i wish the design was a little bit funkier yes because that's the nature of the neighborhood uh but not something that he's interested in, and, and it's his palette to paint with. So I get it. What am I going to do about that? Um, but he was doing this 
hotel, 132 room something, hotel, something like that. Kind of a bit of an event. Four center. years you've been working on this thing. Yeah, and they they pulled it last February. They had to pull it from. They had to pull the application because for redrawing it because people were neighbors were upset about the parking garage. They didn't like that there was a parking garage. So he redrew everything, you know, paid his architect, uh, and they sunk the garage underneath the hotel. Because they're like, now you won't see it. You won't be offended by the sight of a parking garage in Winter Park. Probably added a ton of cost. Oh, insane cost. And then they, and then the same people who were about that were like, well, now. You're gonna have to sub pump it. Oh yeah, where's, where's this water gonna, gonna go? go? And you're gonna pollute the lake. It's not a good, you know. Yeah, this so is on Lake Killarney by the Hillstone. So they backed him into a corner, and it was Victorian style. It was just a really pretty, it's I thought, beautiful hotel. Great. Right now, it's basically vacant, weird single story homes behind uh, Trader Joe's. Yes, and so the same people who are against us let Trader Joe's come in, and they're complaining about the traffic that a hotel is going to bring in. But where were they complaining when Trader Joe's and that stuff went? I don't know. Because that completely changed that entire stretch of road. And and we've talked about this before. Like over by Rollins, they built a hotel there, which is several stories tall and in a neighborhood, really. Winter Park and people who live in Winter Park, the majority, from what I've seen, are against anything over three stories High, yeah. Unless it's built by Rollins College, and then and then it just happens, and right, like nobody was. Were they protesting about Alfond Inn? No, I don't. I don't remember them. Right, and like, and why? Why is a five story hotel on that major thoroughfare? The biggest, busiest road in Winter Park. Why is that an issue for people? I don't know. You're, if there was ever a place for it to go that could accommodate it, and there was traffic, a hotel in 1792 for years and years and years and years and years, it was, and they knocked it down, and they named this one after that guy uh-huh. Henderson who owned that hotel. So I think big shame, big loss. I, and it, and I guess the meeting went till midnight, which is like every meeting it was in Winter a, Park. This section of the meeting took six hours because yeah. of all the public comment. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm glad people show up. I mean, I, that's a good thing that people care enough about their community. I don't know. Is, is, does that mean everything he does is just dead now? It's never going to get built? I think he's going to find another spot to put it. I think uh, Lake Fairview, where I live, would be a fantastic place. They already got grills over there. We could use a hotel over on Lake Fairview. I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could. You know, Or towards OBT. OBT's being redone. He could pitch it for something in... Uh, uh, the packing disc. I hope it doesn't just get totally scrapped. It, it, it looked like old school Florida. Yeah. Like when we said this last time I talked about it, like Grand Floridian Hotel. Uh, but you know what? The neighborhood spoke. They didn't want it. Yeah. It's gone. All right. That's And that's the beauty of, of a democracy. And, and Winter Park has a very uh, vocal residence a resident group and, and, and they are very very involved i used to work for the city of winter park and they have opinions about everything and that's great all right we're gonna take a break i'm gonna get a beer here at wally's and then we'll be right back all right be careful this is erica for orange county library system to tell you about these three things Learn basic web design processes and terminology and how to create a simple web page. Web Design HTML Level 1 is an online class on February 2nd. Are you the smartest person you know? How about just really good at guessing? 
Compete head-to-head against your friends in the Great Library Quiz-Off on February 4th. Follow the library's Instagram account, at OCLS. You'll learn about new book arrivals, be among the first to see These Three Things videos, and other quality Graham content. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Enzian Theater is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home of the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. Enzian exists to entertain, inspire, educate, and connect the community through film. Upcoming events include a Valentine's Day brunch and Science on Screen featuring the film Isle of Jogs by Wes Anderson on January 30th. Prior to the film, enjoy a presentation by Assistant Professor of Psychology Dr. Yankelevitz about human and non-human animal behavior. This weekend, Enzian and the Zora Festival are hosting a drive-in movie night on January 30th featuring The Best Man at 9.45 p.m. and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at 6 p.m. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And I'm the yard gnome that stole your flamingos, Brendan O'Connor from BrendanBungalow.com. Yeah, you, you don't even know where you work. I'm Wally's is yeah, happening. You had one beer and you're tipsy. I'm on my second. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, the, it's the things I'm putting in your Woo! beer that make you all weird oh. and loopy. Oh, no wonder my pants fell off. <laughs> Here, what were we talking about for the break? We were talking about Winter Park and how yeah. they don't want hotels in their city. Or anything over three stories. Uh-huh. We'll see what happens when they put in that public art that's going to go on the ramp to uh, oh, yeah. I-4. It'll be interesting to see Octopus? what people say. No, no, it's that rainbow thing. Oh, yeah. It's like rainbow pickup sticks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, but that's like a part of Winter Park that real Winter Parkers don't go to. Hey, uh, did you buy any stocks in GameStop? No, I've I've been kind of following this. I didn't understand it, mostly because I don't understand stocks, and that's why I'm poor. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) I've kind of tried to find, like, the dummy version of it, and basically... Maybe I, kind of, great, maybe I can kind of explain it. Go, Vice did an amazing breakdown. Okay. And they actually, I think they actually called it, like, why this happened. So, so a bunch of people said GameStop is going to fail. So we're going to bet against – we're going to bet for GameStop to fail. And yeah. then a bunch of other people said, you know what? We don't think it's going to – we might think it's going to fail, but we're going to start putting money in it so it doesn't fail. Well, it was and then Wall you got to pay everybody. Wall Street, you know. Hedge fund. Hedge, all these, like, fancy – Fancy fat cats, they're the ones that control everything, and, uh-huh. and everybody, I think they call them uh, dummy traders. Anybody who's who's doing it on their own, they call they call you a dummy trader, because there's no way you can compete with these fancy high-paid people up in- Which have billions of dollars. Yeah, like you can't compete. But, you know, everybody's been studying this stuff forever, and there's this whole subreddit, and yeah, I Yeah, so remember. they all got together and said, we're all going to buy stocks in GameStop. Yeah, we can't say the name because it's- uh, there's cuss words in it, and we're really? on the radio, so we can't say the name of their subreddit. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was uh, Wall Street Bets is what they were saying. That's no, one another. Of them. Well, yeah, oh. there's a, I think it's got it. Like, another, right. I don't know. Anyway, are the subredditors' name is is? I, I don't know. I just 
it all is way over my head. They uh, so yeah, they all they all dove in and just started buying up stocks and holding it, not selling, and and uh, so now it drove the price up to like three hundred bucks a share. Yeah, you, and and it, it was at like four dollars last yeah, year. Yeah, four dollars last year at the same time. Yeah, it went all the way up to three hundred dollars, and people are freaking out. And now because of social media, everybody wants to be a part of it. And I so don't want to be a part of it. No, <laughs> it sounds very confusing. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold my money, but people are making. Bank. I don't know if they are though, because like other when people they sell, aren't. they're going to make bank. But but you need somebody else to buy, right? They're they're going to sell. All right, I don't know. It, it's all way above my head. It's going to happen. I think basically it's like sticking a finger in somebody's eye. Yeah, like it's like exciting. We can figure. We can mess they, with you. They've taken away. Here's a quote. I, where was it? It's um, taking the power away from hedge funds. It's called managers. yeah, and it's called a short squeeze. Yeah, it's. it's it's the one of the largest wealth transfers from the financial ruling class to the middle and middle upper classes in recent memory. But right now they're reading. all cracking down on it. They're all saying like, well, maybe this isn't allowed. Of and course, they yeah. Are. Of course, capital T. They keeping, are. Yeah, keeping the us keeping us them folk down. down. Oh, you can't do that. Uh-huh. How dare you? We can do it, but yeah. you can't. I don't know. It's all above Baloney. my head, though. So I'm not going to pretend like I know what's going on. Who knows? Uh, Orlando police are recruiting high schoolers. They are. You see that? Yeah, Jay, like an ROTC program, the Junior Reserve Law Enforcement Program. That's what they do in the army. Uh, yeah, usually in low-income neighborhoods. Well, this is in Lake Nona. I know Lake Nona and Jones and High Jones. School. I bet they started with Jones, and they were like, "Oh, we need one that's not Jones." Well, What's I don't the know opposite? About that. So they I don't know. I don't know their reasoning behind it. And it's also the uh, Orlando Realtors Association. Oh, what? Yeah, that's who's funding it. Why? Because because the the crime? president of it has a. This was in the store in the in the Orlando Sentinel today. Okay, he has kids. And I think his brother or, or his cousin's a police officer, and he and he thought that more people should maybe get into that profession, so they wanted to put some money in. So they're teaching them law enforcement classes at school. Criminal justice. Criminal, what did I say? Yeah, law enforcement. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> I don't know. With the possibility of, of getting people interested in law enforcement. Yeah, and you can get college credit. Yeah, you can go to Valencia. Which is great. And, uh, and the whole premise is also that, you know, Building trust, yep. and the youth with law enforcement officers. So That's it's a true. brainwashing mechanism. It's smart, not, not necessarily smart. a little recruitment tool and get them to you know we're cool too. Cops are people too. Cops and, are people too. And uh, let's see what happens. Uh huh. Yeah, we're not against it. Okay. Well, Sounds it, like you are. I think it's great. It's a great reaction to Black Lives Matter. You know when when youth. The youths are saying we don't trust police officers, and they're saying, "Well, work with us." Yeah, here's here's a way to get in on it. See what it's like. Here's the classes. Here's what we do and why. You know, but at the same time, there's uh, officers tasing kids and you know head bashing them in the pavement. Not so, not, not in Orange County, Orlando. No, <laughs> that, that was in Osceola and uh, Eustis. Yeah, not here. <laughs> yeah. So what we're referring to, there was an incident at uh, Liberty High School. I think it was I in know. Osceola County. Great name for that to happen at. Yeah. So yeah. It, they had an incident where a student was slammed to the ground by one of their deputy, one of the deputies there. Ridiculous. Uh, my buddy Colbert was saying about the taser thing because the girl. There's a video of the of this. This one's up. That one's up in Eustis. Attacking the police officer, uh, and he was forced to taser. But I'll argue. You're a grown man, uh-huh. you know. You're not forced to tase a high school a high yeah. schooler. I don't. I don't care what she's doing, uh, and you're trained in de-escalation policies. Uh-huh. There, there's a way to take a step back and and, and talk to somebody. You don't need to tase a kid, and and you shouldn't have a taser at a high school anyway. So what I gotta say? Uh, next topic. 
Exploria Stadium is uh, going to host the Special Olympics opening ceremony. Really? Yeah, 2022. I'm excited Are about that. Are they doing the games here or just the opening in, ceremony? In Orlando, and but I think I think most of the games are happening at like the ESPN Center. In, and, at Walt Disney World. Yeah, at Walt Disney World. But I think they were like, Explore Stadium is pretty gorgeous. It is. Let's work with the uh, Orlando City people to do it's it. It's open and, and outside and all that. Gorgeous. They're going to have 6,000 athletes in town for it. Nice. Uh, they're looking for 10,000 volunteers. This is going to be in 2022, so they've got a year to round everybody up to try and help. And we'll see what happens. I like it. I like it a lot. Maybe by then we won't have COVID. I hope. No. I don't think so. 2022? <laughs> I don't know. I don't we're going to look back. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, we're going to look back. Oh, I remember that ah, time in 2020. We were scared of that people was getting crazy. too close. Now we're just making out with strangers. Yeah. Right yeah. Not that that's stopping people. <laughs> that's oh true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You've uh, been going out, Brendan, to the bar. Yeah, but, like, well, we just hosted an amazing uh uh, media night over at House on Church, which their food is delicious there. So good. Yeah, their entertainment's great too. John, you didn't food... see it when we were there. Uh-huh. We didn't see half of it. No, we saw just the tip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this time we saw aerialists. Like they busted out oh, some talent really? for us. Uh, a girl with the biggest boobs I've ever seen, <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. I was questioning my sexuality, <laughs> and uh, not for very long though. No, like the whole time. Oh. Actually, I had uh, like, Nicholas. Maybe that ain't so bad over there. <laughs> uh, the Scotty, Guadar- go home. You know the Guadaramas from from Fox Thirty Five? No, no. Are um, they twins or something? No, they're married, gay, gorgeous muscle oh. men that work for Fox Thirty Five. Yeah, they were there. Yeah, I got them to come, and they both said to me, and I said to them at the same time, we're like, God, that girl was hot. You know, like, <laughs> you were drinking beer, drinking some Bud Lights, and be like, check her Watching out. Watching boobies. There was a time Jim Colbert was there in the background with his wife, Tori, and there's one girl took her shirt off at one point, and he looked up. He guess he had been eating. And I and you could hear him uh-huh. from across the room go, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa! So what happens? I mean, you're just sort of eating, and all of a sudden, like from your no, peripherals, I'm, you can see yeah, it. There's X'd out, taped nipples in your face. Uh-huh. Um, but outside of that, I missed it. I know, I'm sorry, you didn't come. <laughs> Amazing venue, yeah, uh, downtown on Church Street. But I. Uh, we were there, and it was a pretty full house, but they're very respectful about social distancing, oh, yeah. and the people who were there were going to go up to the performance right after uh, to see Varieties perform upstairs. So it was, it was a great event, and I felt safe there. So Good. there's people who are doing that, but then there's people, you know, I was working. I'm not going to call them out, but I was I went to a cafe really quickly uh, to write about the Taco Bell Cantina. Oh, yeah, which we need to up. talk about. We'll talk about it. We can talk about it right now. Uh I went in to take pictures and had to get the story up really quickly. And I was in this cafe and nobody was wearing a mask except for the employees and very all close talking. And it's the scene of the cafe is it's the same kind of kids that go out to the clubs, yeah. you know, so it's a clubby young kind of a coffee kids. shop. Yeah. Like 20. Blame it all on the youngins. And they just had, they're like, no, I'm too, I'm too good looking to cover this up was yeah. the kind of mentality. You could just see it on their face. Like, no. Nah. Nah, son. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. I'm not going to wear it. Sorry, bro. I'm not going to protect your old butt. Nope. You nope. die. I don't care. No. Same with condoms. <laughs> uh, so that's what happened. And, Taco uh, Bell Cantina. Taco Bell Cantina. Everybody was so excited about this. Finally, I can blow get up. Taco Bell somewhere <laughs> in Orlando. Downtown. Without having to go anywhere. And uh, this is the Taco Bell concept where they serve booze. So it's basically just Taco Bell with alcohol, right? 
Yeah, I guess there's it's a, a little bit upscale. It doesn't look like a up diner. Scale. <laughs> I know. It still looks like a Tacos fast food restaurant. Instead it's a, of one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fast food restaurant. It's a fast food restaurant. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I I don't want to sound like I'm 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 dumping on Taco Bell because I I think more businesses downtown. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, if you want a Taco Bell at at two in the morning. Go for it. Three in the morning. Whatever. They're going to be open until yeah, Friday I mean, and Saturday. Want, if you want fourth meal at three in the morning. They're going to kill it. There's I, no I, restaurants open that late downtown. No. Who's open? The pizza place across yeah, Jordan? me a cookie. That's about it. Yeah, no. You want like refried beans. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm not. I'm. There have been times in my life where at two in the morning, there is nothing more in life yeah. I wanted than Taco Bell. And I'm worried about Gringos Locos. They'll be fine. I don't know. They'll be fine. They're okay. You know, the Double D is a good taco. It is. It's a, I mean, let's let's be honest. They make better tacos than Taco Bell. Do they? Yes. I don't know. Yes, they do. We're going to see what happens. All right. For that downtown crew, they're not necessarily looking for quality. They're looking for selfie ability, trees, and maybe when is for this, your buck. When is this going to actually open, or is it open? It's open now. Really? Just, yeah, we broke the news. I, I love ex- it. I camped out. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah, I Are do. Are you okay on time? Yeah, I want to hear about your Taco Bell camping story. Well, I heard my fr- a friend of mine at Fox 35 gave me a heads up. Hey, this is happening, because they weren't going to cover it, because they don't necessarily cover downtown. Why? Because a lot of their executives All are right, Lake Mary area. Yeah, you can't you can't cover every Taco Bell that opens in Orange right, County. Right, is what they're thinking. But I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> Everybody wants to cover this. So they yeah. gave me a heads up. But it wasn't definitive. Corporate wouldn't answer me. Uh, the the owner of the building couldn't tell me much, but he was kind of like, yeah, be there at 10 a.m. You know, get a taco. <laughs> like, so I showed up at cinnamon t- twist. <laughs> Go get a cinnamon <laughs> twist twist. You know what I'm talking about? A breakfast quesadilla. I'll hook you up, bro. And Did I you showed eat? up. Did you no, eat there? no, I got chased away. Oh, no. I showed up at 10. They weren't ready. <laughs> right? But it wasn't publicized. There was nothing public about them opening up. They, they were trying open. to do it very quietly. But they were open. They were not open when oh. I showed up at 10. But there was staff there. For the first time, there was staff there. All right. So, so I you're the weirdo outside right taking photos. Right. So I was like, I'll come back. So I went to Novel Coworking next door to go visit some people. That's in the Angebilt building, the old yep. hotel. Gorgeous. They own that whole friggin' building. Oh, yeah, I almost swore there. Um, <laughs> came back at 11, and the employee was like, ah, oh, we're not ready, but come on in. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I came in. I was taking pictures, and the manager came out to me, no mask, and was like, ah, you can't be here. You can't. What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I, I heard you're open at 10. I was told you. I, I was told you were opening at 10 <laughs> you're like, o'clock. like, do you know who I am? Came I'm to take some Brendan photos. the bungalow. Did not give her my name or my outlet. Should have. No, no. I no. would have. And she was. She called corporate. They're she like, get oh. a badge. He's what? Well, she came back after calling corporate. He's. He, you're welcome to take photos, but they have to be outside. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I already got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> and I peeled out. You're like, are you gonna say this to everybody who comes yeah, into like, talk about Cantina? Just because they weren't ready like, yet. I'm trying to give you free publicity. I've never understood that. They were nervous. They were nervous about capacity. They didn't know what could happen. You know, they didn't want to be overwhelmed. New staff. Uh, they were nervous, and and we filled them up. We were the first people to write about it's it. It's a Taco Bell. You put meat, you put cheese, you put lettuce. Boom! You got a taco. Like <laughs> they're not even making them. Are they making them by scratch? Yeah. No. Well, they ain't frying them. They're meat not back making them by scratch. It's a big old bag. <laughs> What'd you call me? It's a. Big <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about uh, Anna Eskamani? Uh, I don't. She's filing like a million things right now. Yeah. But this one called out to me. Uh, Is this the universal tax thing? Yeah. Yeah. The tax credit program over at Universal. Uh-huh. So it's for the area high around area. urban high crime area uh-huh. job tax credit 
program. This is the name. <laughs> Does and it have it, an acronym or not? No, because no. they don't even care. Because they, right. they're like, nobody's going to know about this except for the people we made it for, which is Universal Studios. Yes. And it saved Universal $17 million oh, in yeah. tax benefits. Oh, yeah. Since it was put in in 1997, right? Uh, the only other person that's really benefited from it is Walmart. Okay. Also in the area. Um, and everybody's saying, why is this here? We're really just save, like we're, we're giving them money. Is this a statewide thing or a local thing? Local. Oh, okay. And it's just for this area around Universal. Is it only because Universal has taken advantage of it? I think it was made for Universal. Okay. Okay. I think it was made for Universal as an incentive. I've heard these stories. I just don't know all the details about to it. To keep them there and keep them happy. That's I mean, what I think. they're not going. Let's be honest. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to pick up and be like, we're taking this no, to but they get Fort a lot. Lauderdale. They get a lot. They just got to, with that, uh, they wanted to build a road because they bought that property oh, yeah. down the street and they wanted Kirkman lengthened. And rather than them paying for it, since it's on their private property where this road is, they convinced the county to do it. $125 million. $125 million. Oh, yeah. County's paying for their road. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, plus you're going to save another 17, what, 20 million yeah. for this, I mean, their this argument tax is going to be look how many jobs we bring to Orange County. Look how many people we no. bring to Orange County. I'm just telling you. I'm not, I'm it's just a, saying. They call it the urban, what is it? Urban high crime area job tax credit program. You're, you're, you're saying it's to create jobs in a high-crime area. Uh-huh. They're creating the high-crime area through low-rent uh, buildings that in, in residential projects. But they that don't service own people who No, but it's where their staff live. Yeah. Everybody, all of those uh, apartment buildings around Universal are people who work at Universal Studios. Not everybody. That are working for barely any money. All right. Service economy. All right. You know? So All like right. You're getting paid to underpay. So your here's staff. the question: Is this going to go anywhere in a Republican-controlled? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know. Senate Republican-controlled House. I think Escamani's going to run for governor. That's what I think. She and might, I, and I think she's going to use these. These. She's. I think she's doing well. I think she's going to make some change. People are going to love her, and whether she wants to or not, she's going to have to run because I just like don't her. know if that's going to. I mean, I'll be. And I'll if you don't like it, you can send me an email. That's news fine. At I'll be surprised if that passes. Not because I, whether or not I like it or not. It's uh-huh. because of who controls the House and, and the Senate in Florida. I don't know. But we'll see. We have more things to talk about. I We're, mean, I still think she should go ahead with things that she believes in. It's very kind of you, Chad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you hear this I-4 Ultimate? Lawsuit thing? Do you hear about this? Oh, uh, they just want more money, right? Well, it's one arm of the I four construction contractors. Uh, they're suing the lo- the lead group, alleging that they've mismanaged money and violated. And I'm reading this fiduciary obligations to the detriment of its partners. You can read about it on Orlando Sentinel. Okay, I don't know anything else about it. I mean, they They're wanted disgruntled billions half. of dollars to make this thing. Yeah, which is what it costs to make roads. I'm not right. going to deny that, but they've they've gone. I think they're saying a long time. It's taking too long. It's taking too long. Skipping steps. People have died. People have died. Several people have died. Yes, and it's just it's. I mean, it reminds me of like when Romans built the road. Did they just not think that this was going to happen, or was it too big of a project, or all the things combined? I think it's all the things. Yeah. And I think they're just saying it was just the people in charge don't know what they're doing. Can I say one assume. thing about I-4, though, Brendan? Yeah, you have in one the last, second. In the last, like, 
six months, whether or not this is COVID or maybe they finally got things together, uh-huh. it is way better. Way but better. On the finished sections? On my, oh, where I drive most of the time, yeah, a hundred times better. I wonder what it's going to be like when those lanes open up. And I, I know, know I've used those in Miami and they're very nerve wracking yes. for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lexus lanes. You got to pay lanes. for them. You got to pay. It's just for rich people. But like where I drive, it's way better. Same. All right. On the finished spot. Good. But I hate that it's so wide. But it's only because there's no tourists here right now. And, you know, true. when you build a bigger road, you just get more drivers. It's true. No, all it's all do. true. That's but, science. But whoever fixed I-4, they need a raise. Or I-4 and 408 <laughs> interchange, <laughs> yeah. they need a raise. Around the corner from us, again, we're at Wally's right now. Wally's and Mills 50. Around the corner from us, there's a big old slice of property for sale. Uh, Want to buy it? You and I? I would love How to. How much? I don't know. Nobody uh, will tell me. But it's almost an acre in the heart of Ivanhoe Village. It's where uh, that old car lot is, right next to Santiago's Bodega. Are we across? Oh, on over Virginia there. Drive. Oh, on Virginia. Yeah, we're not in Ivanhoe. Town. I know. No, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this other one that was yeah, probably Yeah, we're going to do something. That's going to be part of our announcement in a month. We're going to do something <laughs> fun there. But it's going to be... Uh, it, it fronts Virginia Drive, and it backs up to Brookhaven. And I think... It's a really exciting parcel. Yes. And someone's going to do some cool mixed-use building. They're going to have, like, a little retail on the bottom, some apartments up above maybe. If you do a parking garage in Ivanhoe Village, it would be game-changing. Parking Uh, garage? Yeah, people need parking to take the pressure off of all those poor people who live in those old homes on the adjacent streets to Virginia. You know, a lot of cities, you can park on the street, and you just got to walk. You just got to deal with it. Nobody likes that here. I know. Yeah. I'm just the Lake Formosa neighborhood is under siege from development and the retail and really popular restaurants that front Virginia Drive. Yeah. It's just really tough. Parking for them. is a nightmare at Santiago's. <laughs> I will. I will yeah, agree. Don't to that. go to that. That's why Orlando meets left to winter winter park. Yeah, I, it's true. Right. And they wanted something bigger. We have a great uh, 11 questions feature up with Matt. Hinkley of Hinkley's Fancy Meats like over at Eastern that Market. <laughs> He's so sexy. I thought it was hilarious. Sitting in the that, like, weeds. Like, plant that was all surrounding it. him. Brian Carlson, the photographer, we work with him a lot. Uh, he likes to put people in weird situations just yeah. to get them out of the norm. He does a great job with that. Are we doing okay on time? We're good. We're One done, more actually. thing. We're done. We're done. We One more go? thing. Uh, Orlando Weekly says the best burger is in Castleberry nope. over at the... Disagree. Uh, it's the Mamba Tribute Burger from uh, Alex's Fresh Kitchen in Castleberry. Is that a Publix, restaurant or a food truck? I, we don't have time to talk All about right, it. Sorry. Publix won't stop selling coconut milk harvested by monkeys. <laughs> and uh, there's a new brewery food hall opening up called Fort Gatlin in the Shoplin- shopping center down there. I would drink some monkey milk. <laughs> uh, that's where we're going to leave it. Thanks for tuning in.